You're listening to Further Together, the ORAU podcast. Join your hosts, Michael and Jenna, as they discuss all things ORAU through interviews with our experts who provide innovative scientific and technical solutions for our customers. They'll talk about ORAU's storied history, how we're impacting an ever-changing world, and our commitment to our community. Welcome to Further Together, the ORAU podcast. Well, good morning and welcome to another episode, an exciting episode, and I know we say this every every episode, (laughs) that this is is an exciting episode of the Further Together podcast, but Jenna, this really is an exciting episode. It is. Not only is it our first episode on the road, but it's also our first episode with guests who do not work at ORAU. Yeah, yeah. uh, This whole day is going to be amazing. But they are connected to ORAU. As the guru of this project, <laughs> explain what we're doing today. Okay, well, like Michael said, we are on the road today. We are at Lanier Elementary School, and we are here because today is the big day for the reveal of Miss Renee Powell's Extreme Classroom Makeover. Um, she won $25,000 uh, to purchase technology and redo her entire STEM classroom. And the way that she won this money was that she submitted a video, which was voted as the number one video by um, a team of ORAU employees. And they just kind of fell in love with her video, thought she deserved that money. And she's been working her tush off all <laughs> summer <laughs> um, to get ready for this big reveal. And it has paid off her classroom is amazing and I don't really want to talk about it anymore I know, we need to I let her not, talk about yeah, it yeah I am not the subject matter expert let's let's so, yeah we are thrilled to have Renee Powell winner of the 2019 extreme classroom makeover and her principal Teresa Robinson with us to talk about extreme classroom makeover what your classroom looks like all of that great stuff so Renee, let's start with the first question. When you found out on that day in March, when <laughs> I think you were huddled on the ground helping students <laughs> do something, and you turned around and there was a crowd of people with balloons and a big check behind you, what did that feel like? Exciting, scary. <laughs> I wasn't quite sure what was going on. Um, and once I realized it, I just I f- almost felt like I was going to pass out. It was just <laughs> the rush. and. You know, just watching the students' uh, reaction was memorable. I'll never forget seeing them see that big check Mm -hmm. and get so excited. Well, and they got to see their hard work paid off, too. So they were super exciting. So, Teresa, you knew for a little while because we always let the principal know mm-hmm. <laughs> that we're coming with a big check We delivery. swear them to secrecy. We swear them to secrecy. <laughs> so you knew um, several weeks before the big announcement. Um, what was it like for you to have that information? Was it hard to keep it a secret? Oh, yeah. <laughs> because she would. She was wearing me out. Have you heard? Have you heard? Have you heard anything? Have they not contacted you yet? Oh, we didn't win. I know we didn't win. They've not contacted every day. Oh, two or three times a day. And if it wasn't her, she would send Miss Regal her card on the Have you heard anything? Have you heard anything? No. No. Well, we didn't win. That's all I would hear. Yeah. And, of course, then I would have a hard time keeping the smile. But, yeah, we probably didn't, Miss Powell. Sorry. So sorry. There's always an ex Yeah. And when we first talked, when we told you that Ms. Powell won this this big grand prize, you 
basically said it couldn't have happened to a better teacher. Explain why. Explain why this prize was suited for Miss Powell. She has these huge ideas, and um, they're always for the benefit of the children, and um, they're always good ideas, and we can't afford them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so she will start spending her own money Mm and try to find things um, secondhand Mm -hmm. to try to make her ideas work. Um, And I'm just tired of watching her spend her own money Mm -hmm. because she is so dedicated and sold on her ideas and what's best for these kids. Our kids are unique in that they're not exposed to a whole lot um, of technology Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, I'm probably not supposed to talk about the reveal, but some of the things that she has in her classroom, our kids would never have an opportunity to see, use, or be exposed to. And so it gives them an opportunity to see what's out there in the world. We have some kids that have never been to a movie. Right. And so she is determined to expose them to as much as they can so they know all their opportunities that are available for them. That's great. That's incredible. Now, Ms. Powell, last time we were here, you told us a story about a shed that used to be sitting out there. Um, Tell us again. What what happened? Well, I found out that the day uh, Ms. Robinson found out about the, that we had won, that same day, that shed where I kept all of my STEM resources caught on fire the night before. And somehow put itself out, but there was so much smoke damage and soot and things like that. And I told Miss Robinson, I was like, I just, I don't even want to do steel anymore. I don't want to do it next year or whatever. I was just so upset. And she was like, it'll be okay. It'll be okay. She was just so upbeat. It'll be okay. <laughs> so of course, she knew. And yeah. I didn't. Right. Yeah. So she had one up on you yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So, so yeah. she just kept saying, it'll be okay, Renee. It'll be mm-hmm. okay. So, uh, yeah, that was... In in my opinion, that was a God thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that I, I don't need that stuff now. Yeah, right. yeah. I have what I need now. And she lost all her rummage sale secondhand stuff that she had boarded up, <laughs> and now she has brand new stuff, brand new stuff. Yeah. So, Miss Powell, talk about the brand spanking new stuff that you have in your awesome classroom because we've had a chance to see it and I know Jenna's been following you through the process Uh and delivering stuff all summer Um, talk about all of the stuff that Uh, you have because it's amazing it is amazing I when we first started with this idea of converting our old computer lab to a STEM lab um, I had this vision in my mind of what I thought it should look like and Incredibly, the video we made that that mainly the students put together, I had the idea, they ran with the video, um, made the props and everything. They made it actually look like, quite like the vision that was in my mind. But now, there's not many times in life that you have a vision and it comes out exactly (laughs) like you planned or better. And this one came out exactly like I planned and better. And... I just, we have so much now that we can expose our our students to. Uh, For instance, virtual reality. Um, Our fifth grade students study Pearl Harbor, and there's a Pearl Harbor um, virtual field trip where they can actually go to the Pearl Harbor Museum and walk around and see. That is so cool. Uh, It it is. 
I, I put them on the other day and went to space. <laughs> I just I kept thinking I need to get out of this world just for a, a little, little bit. So a little could, escape time. That's right. So I actually went up, and you can get up up and close and personal to Mars. And once you get there, it gives you information about those things. It's just incredible the places we can take them that they will probably never ever right. get to to experience. Uh, we also uh, bought sewing machines with some of our money, uh, thinking that uh, I, I noticed last year some of the girls had an interest in fashion and a couple of the boys. And, you know, I kept thinking, now, what's the first thing you need to do to be a good fashion designer is learn how to sew. Right. And I, I feel like that's getting to be a lost art in, in our mm-hmm. society. And so... We got two sewing machines, and I don't know how to sew myself, so <laughs> so I've already talked to some people in the community to come out and do some sewing workshops with our Great. fourth and fifth Great. graders. Um, they'll have elective times during their recess time to come in and either do sewing or robotics or 3D printing. And uh, Speaking of 3D printing, we have <laughs> five new 3D printers. Um, four of them are one color. And I, I did that for the students because last year we started teaching them 3D design. Okay. Where they design their own 3D item, and then they're able to print it and see it come out. And last year we only had one printer, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it took a long time, and a lot of them didn't get to print there. So now we have four for them to use, which shouldn't be a problem at all now right. for everybody to get to print their items. and. Uh, there's just so much more. Should I keep talking about more? Because, uh, <laughs> I mean, you've got oh, drones in there. You've we got... do have drones. And, and I, I think it was Jenna that asked me, uh, what do you plan to do with the drones? And, you know, I was thinking, in these days, they use drones for search rescues mm-hmm. and, you know, when it's flooded and even, like, for uh, chimney inspections or roof inspections and things. And I thought, why not give them that technology? And if they, you know, find they're good at it, that might be some. That might be a path they pursue later in life. Right. Um, that's my whole dream in, in this middle school. I mean, middle school, elementary STEM program is just to expose them to as much as we can, and hopefully create a spark somewhere inside of them, and a passion for what they think they might want to do in life. Um, and then when they get to middle school and high school, they build on that. Right, right. That sounds like a great, great vision. Mm-hmm. Um, you've actually kind of populated two rooms with <laughs> <laughs> with items from your from your um, twenty five thousand dollar check. Talk about we're sitting in your studio, WLES, right? So talk about. Um, what you've done in here as well. Okay, well, last year uh, our intercom went out in January, so we had no way to do announcements or the pledge. Or, so I got together with some fifth graders last year, some of the STEM scouts, and we took a laptop computer and went in the closet <laughs> of one of the classrooms <laughs> and set up a tiny little studio and did morning announcements to, and we we would did it through YouTube, and we'd send the link to the teachers, uh, just an email link, and they could go on it and watch the morning announcements. Mm-hmm. And so when we won this money, I thought, oh, we can get a green screen, and we could do podcasting, mm-hmm. and um, so many things we can do. And so once 
Jenna started bringing me all the equipment <laughs> for my studio. It was like that closet was way too small. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I texted Dr. Robinson and I said, I either have to knock a wall out or find a bigger room or something. <laughs> and what was your response, Dr. Robinson? Well, unfortunately, because of the budget cuts, we lost three positions, mm-hmm. so which emptied some classrooms. Mm. And this used to be the pre-K classroom. Okay. And they moved down to a classroom that was emptied that had restrooms, so it worked out better for them. And so I just told her, I said, well, the pre-K room's empty. Oh, well, that, that was it. I don't know that I even got a response. Yeah. <laughs> she just started cutting stuff yeah. down here. <laughs> that is about right. <laughs> and, it, and it works out well because with so much with so many resources the closet now becomes a good storage place for me to keep uh, a lot of the things I have and so it's all worked out perfect it's just been amazing so you've basically um, done your extreme makeover for two rooms two rooms and and in here kind of talk us through what we have in here okay well, we have uh, our main station is set up sort of like a news anchor desk mm-hmm. um, where we'll do our morning announcements. Uh, right beside that, we have a VIP area. I call it VIP because we'll interview special people um, there and put it into our broadcast. Um, then we're sitting at the podcast station now. Um, once I learn how to to set all this up i'm going to teach them how to do podcasting or maybe i'll let them teach me how to do podcasting (laughs) that's right um then we have the green screen the green screen is uh something several teachers here have wanted for many years and uh being in this big room we can leave it set up Mm -hmm. if i had been in the closet we would have had to set it up each time and so now i can just leave it set up and any teacher can come in with their students and use the green screen uh, we have a wall of monitors um, that I hope to be streaming other news stations if our internet can hold up to that. <laughs> We'd like I'd like to, to show the kids who do this type of thing, you know, other examples mm-hmm. of how it goes, Certainly. even even some of our local stations. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I have a map that just has the four time zones. Uh, I know that's one of the um, standards mm-hmm. that uh, our students learn. So it has the four time zones with four clocks, and it shows what time it is in each zone. Right. That's great. That's great. So what are you most excited about? I know, th- I think today is the first day for teachers, correct? And then students start here soon. Thursday. Thursday, wow. Mm-hmm. That's coming up soon. So what, I guess from each of you, what are you guys both most excited about to start this year? I'll let you do first. I'm most excited for the kids to see the STEM lab mm-hmm. because when they left, it was a computer lab. Mm-hmm. It was probably an empty room when they left because mm-hmm. Ms. Powell had already pulled the computers out. Um, and it's going to be available to them and the teachers anytime. Mm-hmm. Um, we have slots available for the teachers to bring the kids in anytime. Great. Yeah, we, we built into the schedule some open STEM lab time and Hopefully the teachers will take advantage of that mm-hmm. or um, allow students to come down mm-hmm. during some free time, mm-hmm. um, you know, to work on projects they may have started in class. Um, I'm just excited to get started. You know, I, I, it's, it's been a great summer. It's been one of the best summers I've ever had. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, I say that with all sincerity. Uh, you know, I worked pretty much every day of the summer, mm-hmm. but 
it was it was so much fun. It was so much fun, and I, I just believe that anyone, any teacher, would work like that, having been given the resource that I was given. And right. I just feel blessed to. I just don't feel worthy of that money, but I felt like I needed to make it the best I could make it for our students. Your hard work shows. Absolutely. <laughs> and I can tell you she worked every day because I insist that she texts me when she comes over here because mm-hmm. lots of times she's here by herself. Uh-huh. And I'm afraid she might fall or something sure. and nobody would even know she was right. here. So she's to text me when she gets here and she's to text me when she leaves. It might be 9 o'clock at night. <laughs> Leaving. <laughs> and I'd already forgot she was even here. <laughs> <laughs> She's in bed. So, well, it sounds like to me that, I mean, aside from the Extreme Classroom Makeover Prize, I mean, this is a labor of love for you. I mean, this oh. there's a passion mm-hmm. that, yes, the $25,000 is fantastic, but beyond that, there's a this is a labor of love for mm-hmm. you. This uh, two years ago, Dr. Robinson asked me if I wanted to teach STEM, and I was like, "What is STEM?" <laughs> I had no clue, and so I looked at it. And I had been teaching science for a few years previous, and I loved doing science. And uh, I did not do well in science in high school because um, my teacher was a, a sign the chapter in the book and answer the questions mm-hmm. in the back. It was not you know any hands on and. I started making my science a lot of hands-on and realized that I like science. It was amazing. I like science. And so when she brought this idea to me, I thought, you know, I could probably do a lot of hands-on stuff with this. And we just did it for a trial the first year. And we went to a workshop and at the L&N station in Knoxville. Mm-hmm. We didn't know what STEM was. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but they offered us a free iPad mini. Yeah, that's if right. If we would do that workshop. <laughs> so yeah, we're we're going. on board. Why are you still using that? Mini and look where you are now. Because then they were like $400. Yeah, yeah we'll yes. do that. Yeah. <laughs> of course. <we. laughs> so once I got into the year, it was a little overwhelming at first because there's no curriculum. You know, nobody just hands you the mm-hmm. curriculum. There's no real standards, or there weren't then. Uh, they have built in some STEM standards now mm-hmm. into uh, the curriculum, but there was no curriculum, there were no resources, there was nothing. And I was like, okay, so how am I going to get the things I need? And uh, fortunately, we had some money from our book fair, I believe, mm-hmm. that I could use through Scholastic. Mm-hmm. And I got a lot of things through that, asked for a lot of donations, uh, saved a lot of things myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can tell you, after that first year of teaching STEM, I knew, I knew that was my place in life. You were hooked. I was hooked on mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. That, that, to me, and it's mainly because I was not a good student in school in a traditional classroom. Right. And if I had had this when I was in school, mm-hmm. I would have felt more successful when I got out of school. When I graduated, I didn't want to go to college because I barely made it through high school. Right. Didn't go back to college until I was 30 and, you know, really didn't think I could do it then. But um, but if I'd have had this, I mean, I see every single day students that struggle in a traditional classroom come into STEM and they just blossom. I mean, we, we took our, our, a team of kids to Academic Olympics last year and one of the students is, is one of those who doesn't do well in a traditional mm-hmm. setting, but is a great leader and loves to do STEM projects. And STEM is part of our Academic Olympics. Right. So we chose him to go with us and did amazing. 
So for me, it's just when I leave, when I retire, when I die, whatever comes first, (laughs) (laughs) Um, which will probably be die because I don't want to quit ever. That's the feeling I have right now Mm -hmm. because it's just now that now that we have the resources that we got through ORAU, I can't imagine not coming to work every You're day. You're just getting started. I'm just getting started. <laughs> and and I have so much to learn and, and I and I've joked and said I hope that learning how to run these robots and three D printers and sewing machines will help my brain stay a little bit younger because mm-hmm. it's not getting any younger. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. Awesome. Well it's an exciting day, and for folks who can't obviously see what uh-huh. we get to look at, um, there will be lots of video and pictures on mm-hmm. ORU.org, so be sure to look for those. And um, thank you both. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Teresa and thank you. Renee, thank you both for spending time with us. And I know we've got a party to get ready we for. We do. So <laughs> we do. <laughs> let's go reveal a classroom. Yay. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Further Together, the ORAU podcast. To learn more about any of the topics discussed by our experts, visit www.orau.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn at ORAU, and on Instagram at ORAU Together.